Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is this the real life? Or is this just a fictional reality? Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am glad to be back in 2019. I uh, can't believe I'm here. I actually thought I was going to die last week. Uh, came a very close call. Got caught in some sort of weird paradox bullshit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, there used to be a version of me that uh, I've affectionately dubbed Glasses James, who is now gone. Don't worry about where he is. He's fine. <laughs> he'll He'll be fine. Uh, and I've replaced him, but when you replace someone in a timeline, there's some um, there's some teething issues there. So uh, those teething issues have all been sorted out, but they did uh, they did come to a little bit of a paradoxical head, and uh, I got very sick, and I was bedridden for a little bit there, and I I couldn't sleep very well. I had a very sore throat and a very sore head, and I was very confused. I think I travelled to a few different places and times and things. I don't know. I don't even know what I saw. I don't even know what I did, but. I relocalized back in 2019, and uh, I think it's all good now. I think that's the last we'll see of, uh, of Glasses James, <laughs> that idiot. Uh, and today, I have two of my esteemed colleagues with me. Uh, they've been on the podcast before. You've heard their lovely voices serenading your little ears with interesting information. Um, I have to my left... Zane C. Weber. And I have to Zane C. Weber's left... Oh, Maddie. You, we're finally all together here to share some tales of time uh, with you all. So to anyone who has, who is listening and who is a faithful subscriber, uh, thank you. I'm sorry that I have abused you by um, <laughs> leaving you in silence for so long. But you know what? You don't own me. Uh, I run this podcast however the fuck I want. So also, I really appreciate you still being here. But I could own you. You have a price. <laughs> I do have a price. Yeah. If you would like to own me, please contact me. <laughs> I will say, you just said sorry, but then you didn't sound sorry at all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I, I don't want to be like pushed into a box with this podcast. I want to appreciate all my listeners, but uh, also I play on my own rules here. Uh, I sometimes lose track of time as well. So you, you can forgive me for that, for all the times I talk about time, obviously. Um, but today, this week, I just thought, we would just um, tell you a little bit more about time um, and all of the different things that happen. You know mm. what bothers me about time? What? There's not enough words to describe time. Ooh. Like you just said, the amount of times I talk about time. Like that's a ridiculous sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time iteration should be an entirely different word to time the manner through which we travel through space. I completely, I couldn't agree with you more, Zane. I, I, I couldn't. I can't agree with that more. Yeah, just <laughs> when it comes to making calculations, it's so hard to verbalize what you mean to someone who doesn't understand time travel. Absolutely. 
And I mean, whenever you say time, people just think you mean second per second bullshit, like this mm. linear definition of it going from one second to the next. Uh, and then yet we have this weird infinite present going on that, does, that ticks at one second as well as one hour as well as one day. So we have two different pieces of t- types of time occurring at the same time and the same word for it all. Of course we're confused. It's ridiculous. Like when people say we're running out of time, I just scoff. You can't, it, you can't run out of time. It's infinite. It's the, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> the most nonsensical thing you, you could possibly say. And di- you can't run through time. Mm-hmm. And around time. Mm-hmm. You can run along it. Yeah. You but can fall out of it. And I guess if mm. you're talking about a particular, a, a particular time frame as well, and I think that's where they get, because they're just talking about time in general where you have to be specific. Yeah. We have to frame it constantly. Mm. And uh, I, I guess, well, you know, this is, this is a 2019 relevant problem um, in a couple of centuries when we have the... Uh, Albert Einstein of time come along and actually clear this all up for us, uh, then it'll be a lot easier. But we don't have these terms like... So we're not allowed to use Albert Einstein of time's real name? Uh, Only his nominal? Well, then people will be looking for him and it'll be really weird because he'll be like nine and they'll be like, solve time! And he's like, I just want to watch Ninja Turtle 1700! Yeah. I don't know, Jesus Christ has been... has been. We Everyone's known that he's coming back for a long time. Yeah, but he's definitely going to use a pseudonym. You mm. know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the one reason I don't like saying this person's name uh, is because it's a really lame name and it would just be really disappointing. Like Albert Einstein is like, that's eh, pretty cool. I know. Yeah. You know. As far as German names go, he, he really won the lottery that time. It's got the right amount of synonyms mm. in it. Uh, no, syllables. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's got a good iconography. Mm. Like. When a movie can name the dog Copernicus and Einstein and it both works, like, those are good names. Uh, They are good names. Copernicus, Mm. Galileo, Newton, Isaac Newton. They they all sound great. Uh, But, yeah, this name is more like Chug, you know? And you just like, you invented? I mean, that's very close to what it actually is for not actually saying what it is, James. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little too close, uh... (laughs) No one write this down and leave it in your will for the next few centuries. Wait, no, absolutely. Leave, leave, pay it forward. Pay it forward? Yeah. Pick I up. mean, he's not, he is eventually appreciated, but there, there's a whole period in his life where he's just, he's just a struggling scientist. You know, scientists aren't very well paid in the, in the near future. But that self-doubt, that struggle is going to like push him forward to do the thing. If he doesn't struggle, then he's just going to be like, well, what do I need to work for? That's right. We got you mean- and your anti-predetermination <laughs> bullcrap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, the ongoing experiment for me is: can I fuck things up? Uh, so far, so good. But then I don't know because I'm always just from my own perspective, uh, and I seem to do all right. Excuse me, I haven't been able to fuck anything up yet. Uh, not for lack of trying. Let me tell you, I've gone back a few now, times. Yeah, in your mm. experiments, though, when you run into other time travelers, such as us here, mm. now <laughs> you do, you haven't quizzed me on what I've been doing. How do you know that I just haven't been going around cleaning up after you, or that my experiment is actually taking yours into account? Oh, that's actually a great question. I'm a very selfish time traveler. Um, <laughs> well, Zane, where have you been? What have you been doing while I've been in paradox hell? Oh, I've been hunting serial killers. Ooh. Yeah. Who'd you get? Oh, you don't know their names because they died before they were serial killers. Oh, our history doesn't have them. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the, what what happens is 
the serial killers, you know, kill serially, then I go forward in time, I hear who they are, and I go back and I kill them before they become zero killers. You're a serial killer, serial killer. Yeah, I'm like Dexter. Ah, yes. Yeah, but, cool. But, you know, not crazy. Oh, can, and, can, and time traveling. <laughs> and time traveling. <laughs> well, again, Dexter was traveling through time, just, you know, second per second. Second per second. Like an idiot. Oh, Anyone who travels jump. second per second, you don't know shit. <laughs> About time travel. About time travel. You're yeah. so elitist. <laughs> They haven't met Chug yet. <laughs> Your time travel privilege is showing, sir. I know, I know. I, I've got to check this because um, I'm, I'm still trying to live in Glasses James' world and uh, apparently he wasn't as much of an asshole. <laughs> no, the, the thing I like about serial killers is mm. that they make the best prey because, you know, they've mm. thought about these things a little bit more than a regular person. Mm. So if you're hunting mm. a man, just like a regular guy, like he, he might fight back at the end. Mm. But like a serial killer, they've thought about what they're going to do before they do it. So really the, the art in what I do is finding them at just the right time where they're going to present as much of a challenge as possible without actually having killed anyone yet. Okay, Ooh. so you're not like smothering them in the cradle. You're like... No. So they have the intention to commit the crime, but it's before they have any victims to their name. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, right, like in Minority Report. Well, I mean, no, like, murder victims. Ah, okay. A lot of them are pretty messed up mm. throughout their lives. So, you know, mm. they have emotional victims. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A right. lot of their families aren't doing great. A lot of dead dead animals around mm. the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and you hit them with funeral costs, those struggling families. <laughs> I don't leave the bodies there. <laughs> Uh, I think it's I think it's okay. I, I think that's fine. Um and just for anyone listening at home, if ever there was like you just sort of knew of someone that just like randomly dies one day, um and you always thought they were a bit off kilter, uh, then you can sort of maybe think, be rest assured that they were a very, very prolific serial killer. You know, there is one symptom that you can be certain that you've known a serial killer who's since been erased from time. Ooh. What happens is you dream about that person and then you wake up and you're like, I don't know that person. That's mm. me. I've done that. Oh, yeah. there you go. Because I don't just kill them mm. and like they're dead. I erase them, mm. you know. I mean, and their existence has a bit of an echo before it drifts away completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So you can't just leave a body there yeah. because then people will be looking for me. Yeah, yeah, right. And then I'm just a serial killer. And then <laughs> future me will have to come back and stop me from doing what I'm and doing. That's a whole don't mess. worry, I've prepared for him. So <laughs> Glasses Zane will have a bit to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of the past selves. They're always one step behind. <laughs> Chumps. Uh, well, how many do you have to your, to your little belt so far, Zane? If you don't mind sharing that that number with us at this point in, I mean, time. I don't want to intimidate you. No, that's no, that's fine. I, I I kill other things. I'm not in the serial <laughs> killing killing business. <laughs> so far, uh, seventy three. Wow, that's that you've done quite an effort for humanity. I stayed on sixty nine for a while, of course, because you know everyone seemed to appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know it's it. The problem with serial killers is no matter how many you kill, there's always more. Mm. They're like maggots in the bin. There seems to be some sort of universal constant that in a universe, in, a, in in any population without a serial killer, one will appear. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. So, 
is it important to sort of leave space so that there's as few as um, the society requires? Well, this is what I'm researching, James. Mm, of course. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Mm. Is like, what is the mathematical formula that predicts who and where a serial killer will pop up? Because you can't keep playing this temporal whack-a-mole like mm. forever. You've got to find a system for sustainability. That's right. Well, really, it's just kind of makes tracking them down easier, but <laughs> that as well. <laughs> now, Zaina, I have to ask you, um, you erased the history of the serial killer. Why did you leave the history of Jack the Ripper for us all to be confused about? I mean, I assume that was your work. No, 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 no. I, I mean, he exists in history, so he's... You he's know, oh. He's, I haven't got him. Oh, I guess, yeah, you would have killed him. He's popped up. He, he killed a lot of people. Yeah. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you on his case? <laughs> no, I, I, well, maybe sometime. Mm. I, I, you know, I, I honestly think it's a number of people because, because of the number of people that were in that uh, given area at that time, it stands to reason that more than one serial killer would be active. Mm. So Right. Yeah. Uh, that makes it trickier, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it is actually hard going, well, the further back you go, um, it becomes quite hard to just do normal things. Um, especially if you go pre-electricity. Um, all of a sudden you have to remember to watch your words and not say anything that's going to get you killed for being a heretic. The number of times I've had to use potatoes to charge my equipment, <laughs> ridiculous. I know. Uh, uh, I never go out with a full charge. And it's like the first thing they teach us, mm. how to use potatoes. And you're like, I'm never going to use this. I'm just going to, you know, charge before I leave. Mm. And then there you are. On Henry Avery's ship, having to resort to your own potato seed stash, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, and not be caught because no one's going to understand what the hell you're doing. Exactly. All they all they see is that you're like wasting ship rations, yeah, mid voyage, and right, and, you know, and they'll kill you. They <laughs> they fucking love they love killing you mm. at any point if they can. People in the past, like it's it's quite peaceful as it mm. is now because I well, a, a lot more people had swords. This is true, yeah. yeah. Mm. And the the terms for death were a lot um, lower. Mm. There was yeah. a low quality of life. Mm. Um, old Maddie, yeah. Where have you been voyaging to in this temporal ocean uh, since I've last seen you? Well, unlike you, reckless freelancers, I've <laughs> I've been working with an agency for a little while, oh, and. Um, okay. As we all know, uh, there's quite a few of us time travelers out there, and mm. some of them uh, raise quite a lot of debt. Uh, you know, cosmic debt. And they, right. try, they try to, you know, run through time. So it's my job at the moment just to, you know, skip them, find these skippers and, oh. you know, bring them back to a time when they can, you know, pay their debts and work it off. Oh, really? Yeah. How's it been going? You've been It's been going around? pretty good. Like, as I mentioned, yeah, Henry Avery um, had a crew member who was one of us and mm-hmm. he thought he could hide out in the golden age of piracy and it got a bit dicey, but I, you know... I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to become a pirate. So I <laughs> infiltrated the crew and, you know, eventually in the dead of night, we were both, you know, on watch and uh, he so wasn't watching enough. as a pirate, <laughs> do you, because you work for an agency, are you even allowed to kill people? No, no, no. I have to, if I, uh, it's a lot of paperwork if I do. So, so as a, as a pirate, like you just kind of abstain from piracy? Oh, like as in like when I'm actually physically on the crew in the, in the time itself. Isn't that what you did? Didn't you implant yourself in the crew to get the time traveler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also in the crew. It was kind of weird cat and mouse game below decks. Yeah. Mm. 
And so did it, you kill anyone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, uh, well, I was like kind of, I couldn't kill anyone, obviously. So I was like Henry Avery's like ideas man. So the Gunsway right. heist, I was like, you should do that. And he, and I like kind of made it made him think like it was his idea. Kind of wait. Thing. So is that allowed in the agency? Well, I say I don't know. I had to kind of talk my way out of this one because <laughs> going back into history, I knew Henry Avery per- per- perpetrated the Gunsway heist. Mm. So I was like, oh, if, if I become like if I give him that idea that I already know he's going to do anyway. Mm. But then I'm not sure if it only happened in history because I gave him that idea. You know, this paradox. This yeah, paradox yeah. Look, game, I've yeah. been oh. caught in one of these before. Like, an yeah. idea has to come from somewhere. Mm. You just take that idea and you go back and you give it to them, and then you're stuck in that loop. Yeah, this is tricky, Maddie. I, I do recommend if you start to feel sick, um, go back into the agency and let them know what you've done. But if not, then. You're all right. Yeah, it's all in my report, so I think it should be fine. And, you know, we got the guy and he, you know, paid it off in Spanish doubloons, so I guess it all worked out. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Or well, how do you, uh, when you meet a time traveller who's undercover, how do you ask them? What is the best way to um, to catch them up? It's really in the, term, in the words they use. Like, mm. it's about building their comfort with you. So, you know, you talk to them as a fellow contemporary of the time, mm-hmm. and then every now and then you let a word slip. Uh, right. eventually they start to let their words slip. And so if someone's just like, that was a really weird thing you just said, or they just, they just like have, it's mainly in the eyes. Cause you mm. don't, you don't say, you know, uh, the, if you're like pre Galileo, you don't say, Oh, the earth's at the, <laughs> the earth's not the center of the universe. Yeah. Right. But it's just like one single key phrase that maybe the content, the actual contemporary would raise an eyebrow, but mm. time traveler would raise like two eyebrows cause they recognize it. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. And like what if they heat. shave their eyebrows? Oh, well, well then I imagine <laughs> you would probably be killed. <laughs> Pretty quickly. Or I just resort to torture. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it's just, it's paying the bills at the moment. Uh, okay, that's yeah. good. I'm glad you got a job with the agency. Yeah. Um, just remember to not tell them <laughs> uh, about 2019, uh, that we're here talking about time travel. Uh, uh, don't worry, this, I'm off the clock. I'm not going to put this in my report. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, for those of you listening at home, 2000, you living in the dark ages at the moment. The dark ages of time travel, where um, where we have been forbidden by the powers that be of ever discussing time travel, but it sort of doesn't really matter because it just seems to happen that no one ever believes you anyway, so you can say what you want um, as long as you put it under the mask of fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. Uh, so I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that, but um, I, I have been under the close watchful eye of the agency from time to time for a few little things I did back then. Um, so, yeah, just thanks for keeping that one. Oh, of course. Keeping yeah. that one off the records. It, it's pretty spooky, hey, because we can just file a report just like we just have to like officially think it and then it gets uploaded to the time cloud. It is very spooky. Yeah, but yeah, I'm but not going to do that now, don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> Even though that was... You know, you know, James, you really just should get... Do a few good deeds, kind of get your get your get your rep up in the agency's books a little mm. bit. Cause sure, agency's been after me a couple of times, but you just go, hey, 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 hey. Mm. I've prevented at least four hundred thousand deaths, so maybe you can leave me alone. Mm. Sure, I, mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy killing these people. 
But, but you got you to love your work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it sounds like so much work. I mean, that's that's what I'm doing, James. Like, I'm just you know building the rep up because I would love to go freelance and gallop. Yeah, that's exactly what everyone says. But soon enough, you're sitting at a desk doing the paperwork for other people while they're out gallivanting and having fun and doing the fun agent things and you're stuck in the office thought clouding the whole time <laughs> oh god yeah watch out for that maddie don't get roped into the office work now stay out in the field i would yeah the second they're like all right maddie maybe you don't hunt this rogue time traveler today i'm just gonna be like i'm done yeah i'm out quit immediately yeah yep. mm-hmm. straight to the cretaceous Yes. Yeah, yeah. Go mm-hmm. have some fun with the dinosaurs and just oh. take a breath of fresh air. Because you know who doesn't tell any lies? Dinosaurs. They mm-hmm. don't. Dinosaurs are actually awesome. So have you guys ridden a Tyrannosaurus Rex? I have not ridden one personally. Oh, man. <laughs> they, I'm all about the fun? pterosaurs. The pterosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which ones are those again? The flying ones. Oh, The ones right. that fly. Oh, mm. yeah. The big ones. Yeah. They're, they're actually surprisingly friendly. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially, they only really kind of fight with other pterosaurs. So, yeah, you just speak in a soothing tone. And, yeah, they're, they're actually quite smart. So, mm. I, I've got a, uh, got a whole family of them trained um, oh. in the early Cretaceous. So, don't head back then. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Wait, trained only to be nice to you? Yeah, or to attack other humans on site. Because oh. when I'm, if I'm being chased, I'll just head straight back there. Oh, so you got like a little people. safe house going Zane, there. Zane, yeah. you are smart. You set up some good little systems for yourself throughout time, haven't you? Hmm. Well, I can't just stay in 2019. I would get bored to death. Yes, tell me about it. Oh my God. Can you imagine just going one moment by one moment by one moment? One second per second. Tell oh me about God. it. It would drive me insane. Uh, and I have served time in one second per second, and it has sucked. I think I've I've done it for a little while now. I don't even know how long. Maybe a couple of years. Um, slowly finding a way to get around that. But uh, oh, well, we'll see. Maybe I should some do some good deeds. What What do you think would be a good deed? I had an idea for one. Um, it was it was to go back to Leonardo da Vinci and just like say like you're doing like a good job. Like you'll be remembered. I mean, da Vinci's already pretty egotistical. Like oh, I, mm. oh. he's got a lot of self esteem. You know, but you know, there there are artists. Maybe then go. Yeah, sure. Him <laughs> or maybe He's sad. Yeah. Or maybe better legal representation for Tesla against Edison. Oh, that's a tough one. Honestly, just take some antidepressants back to like the uh, late Renaissance and like just throw them on the streets. <laughs> um, really cure those happens. pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> Child, have some candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's brainstorm. Let's brainstorm a signi- uh, something that we could do uh, if we were to go back in time, an event to just help history, not make any drastic changes, mm. um, or maybe, maybe, maybe make a drastic change. I don't know. What, what would be a good thing to go back and do? Well, I'm going to be honest, giving Henry Avery the Gunsway Heist was a pretty rad thing. Like, it was a cool <laughs> raid. Pirates like when people think of the golden age of piracy, this heist was it. Anyway, but that that was probably. And now speaking as an agency man, when we say like good for the 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 whole of humanity, is that one pirate raid really the highest that you can shoot? No, no, no. That was just a side note. I'm just very proud of that one. Uh, (laughs) What would I do for humanity? Mm. Um I think I'd want to save Galileo. Oh yeah, give him a couple more, couple more years to his life. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop him from getting burned. Oh uh, yeah, true. Mm. Maybe would you kill him before he got burned, or 
I would, you know, rescue him from the cell or whatever where they were holding him or directly from the stake, like... Mm. Uh, I mean, if we're rescuing people who are hard done by, like Joan of Arc, like, she did nothing wrong and everyone just kind of betrayed her. Ah, this is true. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to go back and I'm going to somehow swap Joan of Arc's body with a fake Mm -hmm. so that they burn the fake... And the real Joan of Arc gets to live until That's she's nice. a nice old lady somewhere. Sure. Maybe but in the Cretaceous. <laughs> yeah, riding yeah. the pterosaurs. <laughs> yeah. She would like that. But yeah. wasn't Joan b- um, burned alive? Yes. Wouldn't they notice? If I mean, it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's alive. <laughs> <laughs> There's some like nanofiber puppet strings that I'll have to tr- probably try and get. Um, although I, I mean, no- just just a significant, just, mm. just a battery with a significant charge will make a body jump around for a bit. Oh yeah, get some electric voltage. You know who would be great to contact about this? Uh, Jamison. Oh yeah. Um, so for those of you, do you know Jamison Gilders by any chance? No, I don't think I do. No. Um, do I care to? You yes, you will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's um, delightful. She is in the agency. Um, Maddie and I have worked yeah. with her before mm-hmm. on various projects, but don't worry, don't like, don't scoff too much at this. Okay, yeah. she inhabits a very specific role there, but she's also very subversive. Okay, all right, but she's got a good paying job. She is the the seamstress for the agency, or one of them. Probably. Oh, that Jamison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I, I mean, I've never met her. Met her. I've, I've heard of her. She's awesome. Um, she makes the best shoulder capes. Yes, and I order in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> How? How much time do you spend in France? Ah, uh, Spain too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough time to constitute your order of shoulder capes. My, my so Eurocentric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just my. That's just like my like sick leave and annual leave. Right. Because um, you know my drinking buddies were Athos and D'Artagnan and all that jazz. Ah, uh, that yeah, that makes sense. Mm. You know, every now and again, I go and uh, I go and visit good old Sid, <laughs> Sid Arthur. Mm. He is a champion. He had no trouble believing I was from the future. We would sit there and also likes a drink. He does. He <laughs> likes honey. Yeah. <laughs> he loves honey. He'd never had it before I met him and was just like, Can you get me more honey? And the more I got him, the more I'm like, Sid, I don't think this is good for you. And he was just he he just eyes glazed over. Anyway. <laughs> but what were you telling honey. me about Jamison? <laughs> um oh she's like the ultimate seamstress. She can like she just can Period detail, anything you need um, for but any sort of covert mission. Does and she? Does she do like? Fr- does she freelance at all, or is she just agency work? Well, oh, I, I should check. I haven't spoken to her in a long time. Um, I knew her when she was a freelancer, right? Be- before she went into agency work, and uh, when she was freelancing, she was also sort of making props and things. Um, oh, so she works with leather? Because yeah, like, yeah, oh, I've got a couple specialty saddles that might need construction. Oh. Leather saddles for pterosaurs, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, when right. are you going into the the wild west? <laughs> yeah, riding them without without a saddle is an art, and you know it's it's quite exhausting. Ah, uh, yeah, all the imagine. feathers. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I'll swing a buyer. It's not going to be cheap. That's all right. Okay. All right. Just let you know. <laughs> I know. I know gr- you're covered. I know of a great heist that's happening in the 17th century. <laughs> <laughs> um. So maybe I'll get um Jam to help create um, yeah, some sort of like lifelike replica of Joan of Arc. Yeah. And uh, mm. I'll figure out how to sort of like power it with a few like little. Well, you know what? We'll we'll like I will 
um, masquerade as sort of somehow as like her carer and be like, oh, she's deathly ill um, the day, the morning that she has to go and get burned. Actually, mm. you know what you should do? What? You should actually swap her with a 15-year-old version of Margaret Thatcher. <gasps> oh, I mean, whoa, oh. that's a good idea, like ethically. Just saying. That's like, a lot. Ethically. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Two birds, one flame. That yeah. would have someone like me coming after you, though. Well, yeah. oh, I'm not saying we're mm. absolutely doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, maybe, maybe it's, it's something to consider. Uh, Zane, uh, don't look at me with those yes eyes. <laughs> uh. Well, look, I'm just saying that some of us here like to live dangerously and have a little fun, and some of us are restrained by uh, whatever agency seems to think that it has control over the timelines. I'm just doing my time, and they don't... And, they don't think they have control of the timelines. They just think they have control over people messing with the timelines. Which over I'm not the totally people <laughs> within the timelines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is some <laughs> fascism there. I do recognise that. Yeah, th- yeah, that they pay well for now and it's going to do well. You know what else pays well? What? Mining in the Cretaceous period. Uh, true. <laughs> well, this is actually my next question of um, how do you secure income as a time traveler? Yeah, you just mine before it existed because due to the tectonic plates, like where you're mining in present day is mm. kilometers underneath the ground. Oh, that's you true. You just mine on what is now the Pacific Rim and no one's going to know. You're not taking anything away from the present. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess that's right. But uh, there's also get those rare earth metals. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You're going the mining route, so you have a good uh, appraisal for for the for the rare. What do you get? Diamonds? No. No rare earth metals. So, oh, right. uh, like uh, just lithium, really. Like that's that's the, that's the big one. Lithium. That's um, smart. Yeah. Get, get the batteries. Uh See, I would just steal. Oh, I was. I would just steal coins from like the 1700s. And then just sell them at an antiques auction, but that it always took so much time because auctions are like, oh, you just have to find the right auction and you have to get the, and you'd never get what you wanted for them either. And I'm just like, oh, I need something easier. I need something easier. Mm. I mean, honestly, you just go back, mm-hmm. you set up your automatic mining rig, just <laughs> drill into the ground. It brings it out. It refines it all for you. <laughs> Where I did mean, you get an automatic mining rig? From 2700 men. Uh, well, I don't go into the future that much anymore. Well, Not you allowed. really should. You should go to, to um, like 2850 Disneyland because they're Pirates of the Caribbean ride. They're like kind of the pirates of the, like the auto- automatons. Mm-hmm. They're probably realistic enough by that point that you could switch Joan of Arc with one of those like fig- um, like oh, automatons the robot. From, from Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, maybe. I- yeah, that's definitely what you're going to do. And you're not just going to do that and s- uh, do, do swap it with Margaret Thatcher and just say that you did that because that's what the, the agency wants. I'm definitely not going to swap it with Margaret Thatcher as a 15-year-old uh, child. Definitely not. Um, 15-year-old is barely a child. I don't have a problem with kidnapping a 15-year-old Margaret Thatcher who technically hasn't done anything wrong. Yet. You know what? <laughs> I have a feeling the agency would replace that 15-year-old Margaret Thatcher with a robot. Probably. Maybe. You can't control Probably the from Disneyland does. too. Mm. Mm. They would be on course correction, I'm sure, with that. Well, one could try mm. it. One could try it and see. Um, but there's some moral scruples I would have to jump over first just to be able to make that work. Well, technically, like, Joan of Arc would just be living as Margaret Thatcher. Mm. If she gets put mm. into power, then maybe she'll just do a better job. What if she does the same job? What if she does like, the same job? Then we have to fix the problem again. Yeah. Well, she's but that's it. not my... <laughs> she's not a serial killer. We can't all just ride away on our pterosaurs, Zane. So I mean, have to live with the consequences I of mean, our I mean, we actions. can. You, some people just choose 
not to because you lack of imagination. Ugh. Well, I, I I befriended the Raptors. That was my thing that I did. But I'm gonna say there are a few things more terrifying than a swarm of Raptors. So this mm. is true. It took a lot of training. That's oh. why I stuck to the flying ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were much easier. Yeah, no, the Raptors were not as smart as I thought, but smarter than I thought also at the same time. Uh, oh, I got there in the end. Yeah. What I will say, whether you take the Disneyland robot or Margaret Thatcher, mm. uh, Iron Lady robots, as long as it's smelted, uh, it's no skin off my nose. Okay. Mm. All right. So there you go. Okay. Mm. He's virtually signed off on that. That's almost a directive from the agency. Mm. I am trying to get good on good terms with the agency here. So if I were to do that, I should probably help them elect Margaret Thatcher. Maybe I should do something in honor of help. No. I mean, you have to. Yeah. As, you, you, that's you're assuming that Margaret Thatcher is meant to be where she is, and she's just not like a female clone of Hitler. Mm. I think my problem is I don't know what the vision of the agency is. And who wants to? Well, the agency doesn't know. I work for them and I literally don't know. They're uh, just like, bring this person back. They did this. I'm like, oh, that was pretty lame of them. They should have been subtler about it. And I go get them. <laughs> there is so how much can I get on the good side of them then? If I mean, I'm kind of telling you how to do that. You're just going to kill serial killers. Yeah. And then you're, you're literally saving lives. Okay. They do like saving lives. But of mm. course, you know, you have to do... Don't treat it like work. You have to find something that you like doing. Right, right. This mm. is true. This is actually yeah. what my big gripe with the whole thing was. I wanted to have fun doing time travel, uh, and then it stopped becoming fun uh, when I was constantly being chased all the time. What for- do you like doing? Oh, I like making things. I like, I like saving people from being burnt. That's very fun. You know what I like doing? I like teaching um, people from the past about uh, inventions that haven't been discovered yet. I like showing them new things. Well, I, uh, I guess Da Vinci's like a really good one for you. Also, maybe Tesla. Mm. But I don't know. Like that's that seems like cross contamination. That, that's that's pretty <laughs> sketchy. Yeah, it's kind of it was mm. paradoxical. You're just going to get caught in loops all the time. This is why I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Go forward and and bring things from all from from ancient times to to now maybe. You know, there's a whole bunch of, like, uh, mechanisms that were like, oh, who did this and why? And then just bring them forward and they'll... they'll, Oh, yeah, I did that with the um, the Antikythera mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, If anyone is listening... That was you. Yeah, that was me. Oh, nice. Um, I showed everyone where to dig, um, where to find it, because I was like, this thing is cool. We need to know more that, that this was made well before, like, gears and shit. I mean, if you want to save people from burning, like, just head back to Vesuvius... It's like, oh, right. there's a whole bunch Get of out. people. Yeah. yeah just oh, I've tried convincing them when I first started time traveling and they would not listen. I mean, stubborn, were they? Oh, stubborn as the rocks that they became. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to, yeah. That's like, eh, I'm not going to, not going to worry with stubborn people. Probably all Taurus. <laughs> you know, you know, all when, right. You know, yeah, probably all born in the same mm. 28 day period. Mm. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. You know when they believe me? When Vesuvius erupted. Well, of course. <laughs> this is the problem with people. Mm. Is it like, oh, a time traveler? <laughs> Idiots. Right. Yeah. They never believe you. So uh, if you're listening here at home and you're having a good old jolly laugh, then laugh it up. Don't run anywhere. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. 
Ooh, soon. I don't want to tell him what happens in 2020. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's give him one little clue before we wrap up this episode uh, about what is in store for them in 2020. Uh, people of 2019, all I can say um, is that you better wear thongs. Uh, or if you're listening overseas, flip-flops. Uh, keep those feet open. Yeah, you don't want a closed-in shoe when, mm. when 2020 hits. Mm-hmm. Trust the birds. Good one. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're from the agency. You've got to be responsible here. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, don't fly. Okay. Oh, yeah. That might sound counterintuitive, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And don't forget water can burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a big one. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. All right, everyone. Thanks for thanks for tuning in there. Um, uh, we'll be back again with uh, with more regales of time travel at some point in the future or the past. Who knows? Oh, time travel. It's all weird. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, sorry, it's been so long. Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. Uh, That's Not Kind of Productions podcast.